What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode two uh, to the Roger V podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, guys, I just want to get like some quick logistical things right out of the way. Uh, so you guys, if you didn't know already, you can listen to the podcast, like not just on YouTube, but on your phone as well. All you have to do is hit the link down below the anchor link, and it will redirect you to Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever other podcast service you use. Some some weirdos out there like to use anything other than Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So hey, if it floats your boat, go for it. And if you are watching on YouTube, please make sure to leave a like, leave a comment, uh, just saying your favorite moment during the podcast, or just tell me what you liked, what could I improve on, and all that good stuff. It's a learning experience for anybody. But anyway, let's jump straight into it, guys, because um, per the request of my cousin, uh, so shout out, shout out Angelica, actually. Uh, I actually was reminded of some really, really funny stories that I could have, like, I talked about in my last podcast, honestly, I think it would have made for a much better first episode. But hey, the point is, is that we're here now and we're going to talk about them. And I, I really hope you guys experience this with me because I really want you to because it's kind of going to branch off of the last podcast episode and everything that we talked about in there, too. But what I wanted to talk about in this podcast is, like I was saying, it's going to elaborate on the last one. So we're going to expand on, uh, remember, if you guys listened to the first episode, then you would know that I talked about how in high school, and I actually forgot to mention this, but in middle school, I was, I was pretty smooth with the ladies somehow, right? Like I was very socially awkward around groups, but one-on-one -on -one and I was just like, yo, what's up? <laughs> not really. Okay. Not at all. Like I did not sound that smooth at all. I was more like, hello, I'm Roger. Um, <laughs> Damn, I didn't have to do myself like that. Okay, so we're going to elaborate on like these girlfriends that I had because I, I was blanking. I actually kind of like blanked on some of the stories in the first episode. I think I made myself nervous like trying to think of like these podcast episodes. Um, but we're going to expand on some of these stories because, guys, I was up to no good in high school with really just how much I tested my mom and her poor and her patience dude honestly god bless my mom uh my mom's awesome just disclaim this just going ahead and going to disclaim this for this podcast episode everything i say is probably going to make my mom look bad for a little bit but dude it's hands down i have the best mom ever she's super patient she's put up with a lot and um just awesome woman honestly and single mom at one point like she's just she's done it all okay um so nothing but respect for her it was just me being a little idiot um honestly yeah just like really guys just like trying my luck with my mom but um yeah shout out to her and everything but all right so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna break it down into three segments i'm gonna start off with my what should we start off with i'm gonna start off with my worst girlfriend experience then i'm gonna move into my worst dates and then we're going to top it off with how I became YouTube famous in middle school. Um, and, and I really hope you guys stick around for all three parts of this podcast because all three of them are going to be extremely worth it. Trust me. Or if you just like want to know what I've been through in life, then these are going to be the fundamental stories to knowing Roger V. These are literally the stories that I tell everybody I know ever. But let's let's just let's jump straight into it. OK, I'm teasing it way too much at this point. You're probably like, is this guy even that funny? Or is it like, oh, uh, I lost my Game Boy. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Roger V. Um, no. Okay. So let's start off with, what, what did I say I was going to start with? 
my worst girlfriend ever. Okay. Keep in mind, the way I say this is a little clickbaity because my worst girlfriend ever had nothing actually to do with her. She was great. She was super lovely, cared a lot about me, wanted to know all about me. It was awesome. Let me give you guys some context. So freshman year of high school, I came in and I placed in a lot of like upper level classes. So obviously, if you're from the States, then you know, like it goes like academic, honors, and then AP classes. Um, at least I still think it's that way. I don't know. It's been like four years since I graduated high school. Uh, so when I came in, I automatically started in like honors, English and stuff, right? Weird flex, we weird flex, uh, weird flex, but okay. Um, and when it came to maths, it seemed like everybody just like moved at their own level. Like some kids were academic, some kids were honors. Some, some kids came in and they were already like AP, which is like the highest level, like high school courses at, in like their first year of high school. Um, so I came in and I was already in not honors, but I was in academic geometry. And for a freshman, like it was weird enough to be in geometry because most people started off in like algebras, right? Like, oh, like you take like honors algebra or whatever. But I just went straight to geometry because I think my counselor at the time said I'd be a better first math for my high school experience. So I was like, OK, cool, we'll do that. So. Here, here's little Raj. At this point, I was a freshman in high school, so I was around 12, 13 years old. I want to say 12 because I've, I've always been younger than uh, everybody in my class since I have a summer birthday um, in July. So it's, you know, always just a little bit of the cutoff before school starts and stuff. Um, okay, so here I am sitting in this geometry class. The whole class throughout the year is awesome. Like, I'm learning a lot, having a great time, uh, listening to a lot of good music. At this point, like, I was getting into my rock phase, getting out of my heavy metal phase, going into, like, alternative rock phase. And I was getting into a little bit of hip-hop, mainly, like, Odd Future stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, Roger V, you're so edgy. You liked Odd Future back in the day. You know what? You don't even know who that is, okay? All you know is, like, Tyler Creator Flower Boy. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry. I'll calm down. It triggers me. Uh, just thinking about that. By the way, if you hear me sipping on something, it's just tea um, throughout the podcast and stuff. So hopefully it's not too ASMR for you guys. Because if you guys know me at all, then you would know that I personally really hate ASMR. I think it's cringy. Anyways, um, but I have to do it. Um, so here I am sitting in geometry class. At this point, I've never had like a real girlfriend before. Uh, quote unquote real girlfriend. In middle school, I think I had like one internet girlfriend. I think that's about it. So here I am like two months into this geometry class. And I noticed this like girl that like always sits in front of me. It's like, it's like, you know, when you're in a classroom and you're kind of low key cool with like the people that you sit around with, you know, like you kind of know the guy in front of you. You're like, all right, that's the, okay. That's my boy right here. We don't talk, but that's my boy. You got the person to your top left corner you're like yeah they're cool too the person to your left all right and not the person behind you because they just kind of have to look at your back so you're just like ah nah, screw you buddy um so you know the your core four we'll call it uh low-key you don't even have to talk to them but for the most part you guys are pretty cool because if you weren't cool then you would have moved at some point like early in the year or they would have moved at some point during the year so yeah here i am i'm with my core four and, you know, the, the year's moving on slowly and uh, slowly but surely. And right in front of me sat a girl who we will refer to as um, what's it? What, what can we even call her? Um, 
we'll call her Sarah. That's really not her name. That's just the first like female name that I could think of. So we've got Sarah in front of me, right? And Sarah seems pretty cool. And I think one day we were just doing kind of like a worksheet type thing. And uh, it, it like required you. I think the specific instructions were for you to like turn around and work with the person behind you. So Sarah and I had to work together. Um, so we turn around, we're doing this. And she noticed that like I'm blowing through the worksheet. She's like, wow, you're pretty smart, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like I just I like math, like geometry is pretty cool or whatever. And she's like, that's awesome. And like Sarah at the time, like I noticed like even though it like it didn't come quick to her, like she worked hard, like she worked hard to like get what was going on. So Sarah and I like hit it off in that regards, like we're able to talk easy and stuff like that. And like I was pretty smooth for somebody that was just starting high school. Like you think I was I'd be a little bit more nervous, but I was able to get by. So Sarah and I are talking about this worksheet and stuff. And before you know it, like fast forward, I find out she actually lives like honestly, like a like a minute walk from where I am. So the way the neighborhood was set up was just like it. You guys know neighborhoods where it's like divided, like one side of the neighborhood is like apartments. The other side of it is like townhomes. We lived in one of those uh, communities, I guess is the better word for it. So I lived in the apartments. She lived in the townhomes. So I found out she lived like a minute away and I was like, okay, bet. Let's do some homework together one day after school. Um, and you know what I meant, but let's do some homework. No, I really, I really meant let's do some homework. I had, I had never touched anybody in my life before. Not in that way, but like, you know, okay, this podcast got weird anyway. Um, so here we are like Sarah and I, so like we end up living like a minute away from each other. Right. Um, and I go over one day, her mom's awesome. She's like, oh, who's this? And she's like, oh, this is Roger. And like, you know, I talked to her mom too. She seems cool. Yada, yada, yada. She made me lunch. Next thing I know, Sarah and I start talking way more throughout the year. And eventually, I actually asked her to be my girlfriend. Um, and she said yes. So here's the thing. Sarah was, remember what I told you, it was weird for freshmen to be in upper maths like that, especially geometry. Like that was excellent. So that class was mainly full of like sophomores and juniors. So Sarah actually ended up being a sophomore in high school at this point. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, you know what? It's fine. That's not no problem. That's not no problem. You guys know that meme? Hopefully you guys do. Um, and so, uh, or that meet me, <laughs> as my as my mom would call it. Um, hold on, let me take a sip of tea because this is this is where the tea comes in. Hold on. Hopefully it's not too. Oh god, it's so hot. Oh god, this tea is this tea is garbage. Anyway. So we ended up, we start dating and I immediately tell my mom, because I told you guys, like I grew up for the longest time. It was just me, my mom and my little sister. So all three of us were like really close. So I told my mom everything because I felt comfortable telling everything, right? Like I got excited. So I, I sit my mom down and I'm just like, mom, uh, I'm dating someone. And she's just like, what, what the f bro? Didn't you just step into high school? Like two months ago? I was like, yes, yes. And she's like, my man. All right. And she's like, well, who is it? And I was just like, well, her name's Sarah. Uh, she lives in the townhomes right next to the apartments. And she's like, um, she what now? And I was like, oh, she lives like right there. And she's like, okay. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're just going to start dating. So we went for it. And right off the bat, this is where just like, I threw everything I knew 
out the window. Like I started to become, I started to become a little shit. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Like I have to use that word because that's what it was. Like I'd stay out longer than I would. Um, sometimes I just straight up lie to my mom as to what I was doing because I was known for leaving the apartment to like go hang out with my friends or like go play sports or something. I just lie to her and I'd be like, Oh yeah, no, I'm with my friends. And like, really I was with her um because her house was like right there so it was super easy for me to see her okay so flash forward and the relationship just kind of consists of that like good days like where everybody's like happy we're all hanging out we're chilling uh days where i'm just like really trying my luck with between my mom and stuff and so my mom is already kind of like building up a little bit of a little bit of anxiety right she's just like well i don't know like he just started high school like he's already kind of being distracted by a girl like I don't know how I feel about this the whole time. Like there was never a point where my mom was just like 100%. Yes. Like this is cool. I support this. Okay. Flash forward. Next thing you know, it's me, my two cousins and my little sister. Um, all, my cousins and my little sister, obviously they're all girls. So I'm the only guy, like we, we always like to hang out with each other. Like we grew up with each other, like these two cousins that I'm referring to, um, Angelica actually being one of them who was there in this story that I'm about to tell. Uh, we all grew up with each other. We were all really close, right? So we're all hanging out at the apartment. My mom's at work. She's coming home late from work. So you already know guys, like at some point in your life, your mom hits you up and she's like, Hey, I'm tired but please whatever you do just make sure you defrost the chicken like go ahead grab the chicken from the fridge put it in some boiling water or whatever like let it start defrosting or whatever at the actually no i think the chicken was uh no the chicken was already defrosted my mom just wanted me to start like putting it in boiling water like no big deal so that way the time she got home it was soft she was gonna make tacos it'd be great so um we, I grew up in a Mexican household, by the way. I am Mexican. So I was like, okay, ma, está bien. Let's do it. So I, <laughs> so here's where here's the burnt chicken story, which is my worst girlfriend experience. So I tell my cousins and my sister, I'm just like, hey, guys, like I'm going to put this chicken in boiling water, but I low-key got to go see Sarah at the same time. So I'm going to put you guys in charge if that's cool. And they just give me this look like, dude, this is the last thing that you want to do right now. And I was just like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll, I'll make sure to put plenty of water. I'll time it right. I'll make sure it's not too hot. It'll boil like perfectly. It's fine. It's cool. It's chill. So I do that. I go see Sarah and we hang out for a bit while my mom is like on the way home. Um, I could hear how tired she was on the phone. Like she was not going to have any of it. She gets home. Turns out. I put the oven on way too fast. So that water was boiling pretty much by the time I got back home, that water had pretty much completely evaporated. But how I knew that I needed to get home was because I got the angriest phone call. No, I'm sorry. My cousins were calling me. They're like, Roger, you got to get home right now. Like this chicken is burnt, like straight burnt. It's like raw burnt. I'd never seen anything like it in my life because not only is it so raw because it just only defrosted, but the water evaporated so fast that like the whole chicken didn't get to like cook thoroughly all the way, I guess. So it was like a raw, burnt looking, ugly chicken, bro. You did not want to take a single bite. This is like the last thing you wanted to eat in your life. Trust me, bro. Okay. So here, and they're like, Roger, you gotta, you gotta get home right now. And I think they timed it perfectly to where my mom and I got home at the exact same time. So I pull up, I'm running upstairs because we lived on the second floor. 
I look at that chicken. The apartment smells like straight booty. It smells like, oh my God, the worst sensation ever. Like I'm smelling it like right now. And it, oh my God, it, it smelled like a straight fire in there. Um, Smokey the Bear would have been pissed at me, bro. So I walk in there. Chicken smells burnt. Chicken is like burnt raw, raw burnt, whatever you want to call it. My mom comes in maybe 15 seconds after she sees everything and she just looks at me. And guys, there is, you fear God and then you fear your mother when she gives you the look that she just gave me. My cousins in the background were straight up trembling. Like, you know, in movies, you see a scene where like everybody's like holding on to each other and they're all like looking up for like pity. Like, that's what they looked like. They looked like three small, like, like three small babies just in the corner, just like ready to see the rage that was about to be induced and thrown down and slain on me by my own mother. And my mom, I swear to you, she was so mad that whatever came out of her mouth did not even make sense. It was like as it was coming out of her mouth, first of all, she immediately threw that pan on the ground. And we lived in like in a traditionally like Mexican community. The apartment side was anyways. So if, if people heard loud noises, like no one, no one cared. They were just like, ah, whatever, you know, like some kids getting beat, like we're, whatever, continue. You know, it was not like if you heard a strange noise, like, oh, um, 911, I believe there is something, an emergency of some sort going on upstairs. Could you check? No, no one cared. Like it, it was uh, like what happened in your apartment stayed in your apartment. So my mom throws the throws the freaking burnt raw chicken on the ground and as she is just slamming and just tossing everything on the ground she's yelling out words that i'm sure 12 year old roger had never heard before in spanish and it's almost as if god used the sounds of everything being thrown on the ground as like a natural sensor to what she was saying because i couldn't hear any of it it was like when you hear opera music during intense scenes in movies and everything's moving in slow motion, that's what it felt like. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. My cousins were in the background, eyes closed, straight up praying to God as if like the prayer was like etched into the back of their eyelids, just like moving back and forth, trembling, just like observing as this wrath was just slain on me. And guys, at this point, I was pretty much planning like what my high school graduation would look like through a uh, live stream uh, from my bedroom because I didn't think I'd ever be able to leave the house again. Um, so <laughs> oh, man. Guys, I've never I have still to this day yet to see ever have seen my mom that mad guys like she was absolutely pissed at me man i and when i told her oh god guys and when i when she asked me where i was when she asked me I, why i was gone i was like i was like i was hanging out with sarah and she was like you were what you were hanging out with sarah and at this point guys like if i think she in like unleash the rage on the raw chicken picturing probably sarah on that chicken or probably me or both of us actually yeah yeah yeah. you know a, a double-headed chicken both of us we were both the, the raw burnt chicken at this point and you know what it, it was so long ago and it was so traumatizing that i have absolutely no idea what happened after that all i know is that's uh the next day i actually had to go up to sarah's house 
And this was the hardest thing I had to do because this was a couple days after my birthday. And Sarah had just gotten me like a bomb, like best cupcake, hands down best cupcake I've ever had in my life. Um, and she was already like, oh my gosh, like next weekend, I gotcha. I'll grab you another one. Like I know it's your favorite. And like, I was really looking forward to this cupcake and I pull up to her door. She surprises me with the cupcake. I was just like, oh God, no, why? And I, um, I had to break up with her and I still took the cupcake. That's, that's the worst part. I straight up snagged it, then broke up, then broke up with her. And then walked away. And that, my friends, is the worst girlfriend I I ever had. It was absolutely tragic. But, wow, this, this story already took 20 minutes. I did not expect it to take 20 minutes. But here we are anyways. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. Because now I want to tell you guys about my worst date ever um i was gonna say worst dates but honestly out of all of them this one sticks out the most uh, because it is once again little roger v being a little shit except this time he wasn't so little this was actually senior year of high school the summer before senior year of high school i think or senior year senior year of high school at some point yes this this was me i was like let me go out with a bang before i go off to college let me do one more just like super super i was like nah mom you're not done one more test why not let me let me see what i could just like pull up okay so this is what happened every wednesday my mom would go to a class so like our church <clears throat> would have like a Bible study every Wednesday and my mom would go every Wednesday and it was up to me and my sister if we wanted to go like if we wanted to stay back and do homework she's like that's cool if we just wanted to stay back it was fine because it was like an adult Bible study class so she was just like I'm just I'm gonna go for myself right I was like yep cool that's fine so every Wednesday I actually got into the routine because like I told you guys I still don't have my own car but um, I got my license a while ago and so like growing up you can imagine how it felt like to be in high school and to not have your own car. And like, it was just like, it was pretty draining on me and it was like kind of embarrassing sometimes and stuff. But now I'm just like, whatever, that's a freaking liability, a cost. Like it's just so much that goes into it. But so every Wednesday I was like, you know what? Screw this. No, I do have a car. Um, my mom had two cars and every Wednesday she would just take the same car, uh, her like, I guess like going out car and she would take it to the class. So that means her work car, um, she would just leave it behind. So I was just like, cool. So every Wednesday she was gone for exactly two and a half hours every time, like never earlier, never later, always two and a half hours for some reason. And so I got into the habit of taking out her car. Excuse me, didn't want to burp directly into the mic. I got into the habit of taking out her car every Wednesday while she was gone at this class. I also got into the habit of getting my little sister in on this and I would ask her to kind of keep out lookout, you know, like if I if she felt like I was taking too long, like driving the car around town to call me and like give me a friendly reminder like, hey, you probably got like 15 minutes left. I don't know how far you are, but like get home now type thing. Right. 
so we had a we had a chill system going right like i'd get her food and stuff if she kept out lockout i was like do you need anything she's like yeah i could go for like a tub of ben and jerry's i'd grab her some and and i you know now that i think about it i don't know how we got away with it i think i just told her that like my friends dropped it off so that like it became routine and the system worked for like months so like i never really questioned it and it was never really close like i never came home like super close like her like just two minutes like after or like two minutes after her two minutes earlier or whatever so it worked out so senior year of high school i'm dating this chick we'll call her grace i'm dating grace right i tell grace i have a car but i can only take it out when i'm at home i couldn't take it to school ever right so one day like grace and i were going on one of our first dates and she was like hey do you want to go to like this really cool like shopping area in the town that we're from and hang out there like it's really pretty at night we'll get some food we'll get some dinner whatever and i was just like i gotcha i'll see you wednesday night i'll pick you up at this time and she was like okay cool so this wednesday my mom was actually leaving earlier because she had to go set up like the class or whatever she wanted to go help so i was just like perfect more time for me to drive chill see her and then drop her off easy money right so this is what i do i take out the car and i pick up grace and we go on the state and it's great everything's fine smoothly my sister's on watch on the other side of the phone like ready to go ready to let me know if anything's happening if my mom comes home and i just should drive away and not come home ever again because i'm a dead man um i'm with grace we're having a great time. We get some dinner. We get home. We're, ma- we're okay. I, this is where I have to get a little bit explicit. You know, here we are. We're, we're like kissing in my mom's car. I was just like, okay, cool. You know, like this is awesome. I'm the man. I'm finessing, right? But then I was just like, okay, well, I, I got to get home now, right? Like I feel like yeah, I had that gut feeling coming up. Like, dude, it's, it's about time that you start making your way home. I was like, cool, perfect. I can do that. So um, I start making my way home immediately put the car in reverse ready here here's reverse here your right hand whatever it's doing right now just put it over like you're over the prindle stick um if you guys know what that means then uh shout out to you if you don't then you're too young for this podcast um the prindle stick put that ish in reverse straight up go in reverse did not even check behind me at all and straight rent do you guys know what uh those storage units are you know how like do you guys know what a rat pack is? If you don't know what a rat pack is, look it up right now. Rat pack storage. They're like these big units, like storage units that like are sometimes just left in public parking lots and they're like used as like extra storage spaces and they're called rat packs and they're blue. Like they're really big and blue. They'll take up like a whole parking spot. Like that's really how about like how big they are. I put the car in reverse. Straight up ram the two backlights into the rat pack and i'm just like oh dear god grace and i just both look back and at this point like the red you know how like there's like a red color shield like to to, for like any backlights those were gone all i could see behind me were like normal colored lights and i was just like i'm never gonna be able to see this girl again I'm screwed. And in the moment, I don't know, guys, I don't know what came. (laughs) I think it was just like me accepting my death at this point. But it was super calm. Grace is freaking out. She's just like, 
oh my god like are you are you gonna be okay like it is insurance like what like what oh my god this is like your one car like what and i was just like babe chill i got this it's fine let me just drop you off okay she was like okay here's what i forgot to tell you guys this car my mom's going out car kind of had a history of like weird problems like it would have like little things like the oil was kind of tricky to get right um like the brakes were a little weird sometimes too so i turned the car off and at this point i think i readjusted the car so we're back in like a normal parking position even though the lights are like blown out behind me we're in a normal parking position and i try to start the car and the car won't start and at this point, I'm just like, that's not the, that's not the problem. That's not the problem. Sorry if you can, sorry, you could probably hear that ambulance driving by. Um, that's pretty much, that was me. That ambulance was on the way to come rescue me. I was just, I just sat there and I was just like. And so I'm looking around and I'm just like, and Grace is just like, um, so is, is the car, is, is the car okay? Like, is it going to start? And I'm looking at the clock. I'm just like, I have 30 minutes to pull this off somehow. I was just like, it, need, it needs oil. And she was just like, um, are, are you sure? I'm like, it needs oil. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get some oil. And, and she was just like, uh, okay, that's fine. And so we, I, I make her walk across the street to Walmart. I have no idea what the oil for this car looks like. I have never done anything other than start a car in my life up to this point. And I just straight up go to the motor, motor oil section, look for like the second cheapest oil. Not the cheapest because, you know, it's my mom's going out car. You know, I got to treat got to treat the car right um, by the second cheapest oil. <laughs> walk out this whole time i am squeezing grace's hand we are like power walking if you've ever seen it back and forth between the car that's left behind in the parking lot probably looks like a crime scene because it's a nicer car with two blown out taillights just left behind scraps still on the ground the trunk the, the back of the car is definitely like dented up too we are power walking back to this car. I straight up just look for whatever I think is the oil input, which isn't too hard. You just got to look for that wand or whatever that kind of tells you like how much oil is already in it. I look for that. I know to at least unscrew that, open that, look at it. And I'm just like, it, it needs oil. And so I, I pump some oil in it. I'm just like, all right, there you go. And I make Grace sit in the car. I was just like, you know what? I got it. Just sit in the car. Like, we'll be fine. Like, stay warm or whatever. I think it was like getting chilly out. So I put some oil in the car. There you go. Perfect. Golden. Solid. I start the car on a on a prayer. Car starts up. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Is that no problem? I look very quickly. <laughs> I very quickly say my prayer. Get in this car. And while the car still has any sort of life in it, just go straight to Grace's house, drop her off, say goodnight. She looks at me. She can tell that fear. I didn't say anything to ride back. She was just like, hey, are you okay? Like at this point, she was probably getting a little bit concerned. Like, why does he look so suspicious right now? Like this is not like because obviously if the car's wrong, like 
first thing a normal person would do would probably call their parents and be like, hey, like I effed up. Like, could you come help me? That sort of thing. I try to cover the whole thing up way too smoothly for someone that apparently had a car that they could drive at any point. But at home, I drop her off. I have my drive back. And I just I, I turn on Ox and I just I start playing the saddest music. I, I, I have all windows down. At this point, I'm trying to make this the most beautiful last drive home I will ever have in my life because I just knew that was it. Months of taking the car out every Wednesday. <laughs> and it's all blown, literally out, hanging by two taillights. It was, ladies and gentlemen, it was the most tragic sight. It was the most tragic way I could have gone out. A speeding ticket would have been more normal, but no. I straight up reverse kicked a non-moving, non-motor vehicle straight up rammed straight into it with some sweet, sweet justice while on a date. And yeah, I got home and my mom uh, pretty much killed me, uh, whatever that means, right? Like without actually killing me, but she killed me. Um, so yeah, and that's how that ended. And that, ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> Is my worst date that I love telling people about. And I don't talk to Grace anymore. But I hope that Grace still tells people that story. I hope that she remembers that moment. She might not. I don't know. To her, like, because I played it off a certain way, she might have not thought of it as big of a deal as I did. But I hope she remembers that moment. And I hope she tells people about it. Because now that we're in, like, the... Uh, grace period a couple years after it like I'm, i feel very confident being able to talk to this even if my mom listens to this podcast because i know that it was pretty funny now that i think about it um but yeah guys okay so we've actually already hit like 30 minute mark i don't really want to go over just yet because i don't want to like try my luck with this podcast like i think 30 minutes is like a good comfortable amount of time for when you're getting started with podcasting right also, it's also 5, 10, 5, 10 a.m. Um, I'm pretty tired. I haven't slept at all. I didn't get to really sleep, but I, I just felt compelled to start recording this, right? I hope you guys really enjoyed those stories. I hope you guys just felt the fear uh, through my voice. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Best moments of my life. Not really. I was really freaking terrified. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to remember, guys, if you guys did enjoy the podcast, please feel free to make a small donation using the link below in the description. Go to the Anchor website, and it will give you an option to support this podcaster, and you can leave a tip of any amount. It's all up to you. Or if you just want to use the Anchor website to listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, make sure to do that. Hit that link down below, SoundCloud as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to leave a like, leave a timestamp, down below in the comment section if you're watching on youtube saying what your favorite moment of the podcast was and i can't wait to record the next one guys i really really hope you enjoyed this podcast thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> worst girlfriend worst date ever all of it completely 100 my fault and had nothing to do with the other girl um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the clickbait thank you guys so much for hanging out and I hope you guys are slowing in to know more and more about me. I've got some more funny stories down the road for you guys. Trust me. We got this. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Shout out to Angelica. Thanks again for recommending these stories. I'm sure she's going to be my main source of, like, you need to tell them this story. So uh, I'm excited to see what else we can think of for you guys. 
All right, guys, stay safe, and I will see you guys in the next podcast.